0: Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts: the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Thursday, August 18th. Now, get behind me, Satan. Today's scripture reading is found in Matthew chapter 16 verses 21 through 23 from the Message translation, which reads: Then Jesus made it clear to his disciples that it was now necessary for him to go to Jerusalem, submit to an ordeal of suffering at the hands of the religious leaders, be killed, and then on the third day, be raised up alive. Peter took him in hand, protesting, Impossible, Master! That can never be! But Jesus didn't swerve. Peter, get out of my way! Satan, get lost! You have no idea how God works! This is God's Word. It is in the context of such a long stretch of leisure in which the meaningful, life-changing, and identity-shaping moments of blessing can be spoken and experienced, calling forth the best of us, and calling out the worst, too. That's where we stopped yesterday, and here it is now, before us, in today's text, in all of its whiplashing glory. The sublime heights of blessing, a blessing on you, Simon Bar Jonah you've heard this from God and not from men. I'm going to build this church upon you, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And the crushing depth of, well, not cursing really, but definitely of the hard word. Blessed are you, Simon, son of John. Now get behind me, Satan. I think, get behind me, Satan, because you're obsessed with how people think rather than how God sees, definitely qualifies as a hard word. Most of us, if we're in a group, and that's said to us, probably not coming back next week. Both the blessing and the hard word will be found in any school of personhood worth its salt. We, of course, are mostly just interested in the schools and groups and churches that speak the blessing, the lifting words, the the happy, affirming, building-up words. Yay! But the hard words? The ones that prick and disturb and call out and confront? Nah, that's usually a sign it's time to move on to greener pastures where... They have more grace and appreciate me for all the glory of me. And, of course, some such words are well-timed and needed words of correction, while others may just be short-tempered and ill-advised words, hastily spoken in anger or irritation, because these are all people, after all, in our schools of personhood. The more time we spend with each other, the more we knock off the rough edges of our humanity in these schools of personhood. Jesus meant the best for Peter in his rebuke, of this we're sure. This is not always necessarily true with us. Sometimes we're just downright mean. Which is why all such schools are ultimately fueled by the aggressive forgiveness called grace. But let's just stick with a word in season that needs to be hard and pointed. Without such, there is no school of personhood, only a shallow glee club. Let's see how inventive we can be in encouraging love and helping out, not avoiding worshiping together as some do, but spurring each other on, especially as we see the big day approaching. That's Hebrews 10.25, a classic, let's all go to church now text, piling a steaming hot load of guilt on all you shirkers who are still just watching online in your PJs. Ironically, Text isn't envisioning a mass assembly at all in its original context. They didn't have mass assemblies and gatherings such as we're accustomed to, especially in our mega churches. They would have to wait a few hundred years for that, and for Constantine. No, this is very much that same Jesus dynamic of the Twelve, face to face, in their school of personhood, calling forth the blessing and calling out the mess. Who, calling forth the bless and calling out the mess. There you go. Literally spurring or poking each other with a sharp stick. That's what the word means. It's the point with a sharp stick just to, to just keep sticking you. A healthy school of personhood should hurt, not abusively, but like a good workout in the gym and all the right ways that will leave you stronger even as you limp or drag yourself away rather than sucking the life right out of you. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten, says Jesus to the seven churches of Asia in Revelation. Healthy personhood demands it. Healthy schools of personhood deliver. Now take in this injunction of Paul as our second reading today. Get along among yourselves, each of you doing your part, Our counsel is that you warn the freeloaders to get a move on. Gently encourage the stragglers. Reach out for the exhausted, pulling them to their feet. Be patient with each person, attentive to individual needs. And be careful that when you get on each other's nerves, you don't snap at each other. Look for the best in each other and always do your best to bring it out. That's 1 Thessalonians 5, 13 through 15, if you want the scripture address. Marinate in it for just a bit. Then pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer. When's the last time you were hit with a hard word that pierced your soul, just like you so needed to hear at that moment? How good are you at delivering such words? How well do you receive them? Who in your life right now will tell you the truth and speak such needed hard words to you? As many as you love, you rebuke and chasten, Lord. Help me to sow here life-giving rebuke and help me to deliver it well when it's my turn to speak it. Help me to embrace the warm words of blessing and to speak them often. Help me not to resist the harder words when they're even more desperately needed. Through your Spirit, with, upon, and in us, amen.